0: It is a joy and an honor to worship with all of you all this morning. We're glad you're here, and we welcome those who are joining us virtually as we have an authentic encounter with the love of our Heavenly Father. That's our prayer today, is that the love of our Heavenly Father will overwhelm you and me by the power of His Holy Spirit. Um, A quick uh, word of introduction. Uh, In the first service, we're going to try something different today. Uh, we're going to do a scripture and song live. Uh, some of you all heard our podcast that we tried to do. And um, we're going to try one live. We tried it in the first service, and it, was, it, it went okay. Um, but, it, you know, scripture and song, contemporary, me and Callan in the traditional service. You can put the pieces together. Um, <laughs> but I, it, it, it was a great spirit. Uh, it, but I preached, uh, I read from the pulpit of Pastor P.B. Hill down on the floor. Pastor, uh, Reverend P.B. Hill, Dr. P.B. Hill, he was a pastor at our church, uh, started in 1921, almost 100 years ago, right? And you were saying, Mitchell, obviously you're not good at math. That was only 99 years ago, right? I know. Focus on the main thing, please. Uh, But he was a a phenomenal leader. Uh, He had a voice that God used throughout our city and our region. He was the first preacher in Texas, to be on the radio and he earned a title of shepherd of the hills because his voice went out all over the hill country and he was very eccentric um, in his leadership and, and there's a few stories in this book but uh, one way that uh, pastor hill reverend hill really shepherded people was through pamphlets he wrote a lot of them uh, I think like six or seven of them total but this one, uh, his granddaughter gave us about a year ago. It's called "Make On Making a Home. And I read this the first time, and, and I was really moved by it. And I asked the man who stands in the boots of uh, Dr. P.B. Hill, that's a Reverend Dr. Bob Fuller, um, I asked him if it feels okay if I kind of thought of a way to, to resurrect this piece. I think it has some interesting stuff in it, but I think it has a lot of encouragement for families and households today. And so with the help of several people, uh, we we've made it a little bigger because printing uh, presses, I guess, are a little bigger now. Uh, easier to read, but it's got some explanation, some contextualization. Um, some observations and from six different contributors And I really hope that you'll take this They're on your rows And take extras and give them to uh, families that you know Or you're praying for or, or that are in your family And we just want to resurrect the heritage that we have As a congregation to really celebrate God's design for His family For the family of God uh, th- With that, I also want to um, celebrate the hope that we have the future And it's for that reason that I'm so, I I love working with you, Callum Brown. It's a lot of fun. Uh, He is one, uh, you notice how he was quiet. He just kind of looked at me like a kid does it. It's awkward. Okay, it's all right. It's called Um,
1: called respect. Yeah, it's called respect.
0: Um, But we have so many amazing young leaders in our congregation. And I hope that we realize as we celebrate our heritage, we love talking about 175 years next year, and we should celebrate that. But we have a really, the best days of our church are ahead of us. And Callen Brown represents that. And you see Larry's up here on stage. And his, his son uh, was running around here earlier. And they, they went to get the a COVID-safe place. But Carter Ray's been playing drums at this service since P.B. Hill was pastor, I think. It's unbelievable. He's <laughs> been here forever. Maggie Amini. And, 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 and we have amazing young leaders all around here. Even, even on our uh, pastoral staff. I don't see Becky in here, but she is unbelievably gifted. Alex Solorio is like a spiritual ninja of leadership. Um, and we're just, we just thank the Lord for all of the hope that we have through our young leaders. And so as we celebrate our heritage as uh, a church family and celebrating God's design for a family, I hope we do so with hope. And Callan uh, Callan and I, you know, a lot of people took the COVID break um, (laughs) and they they dialed it down a little. Not these two. These two dialed it up, you know. Uh, Callan lost a a lot of wedding gigs and some concerts, but he really started uh, producing more. And we had like 18 different scripture and songs. You hear different people that read on them. Uh, But y'all just did a phenomenal job. You really blessed us. So thank you for that. And we wanted to do, yeah, thank you right just a lot of sacrifice but what we wanted to do this morning what I wanted to do uh, was uh, a live scripture and song that will invite your participation um, as, through part of it yeah. and, and you, did you clap at that <laughs> I was just kidding um, but Callan uh, are you okay if we try this again here in this service
1: I think so are you a little I, nervous I'm more nervous than I was in the last one or less nervous I'm less nervous which one am I <laughs> Okay. No, I'm 100% pro all the time, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, Spoken
0: like a true rock star, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well...
1: Well, I, I think it's great that we're going to do this, and it is our second time at it, but uh, Mitchell, i got to ask you, why, why would we go away from our typical Sunday, what we would do with the sermon, and, and move it into the scripture and song format?
0: Yeah, it's a good question, especially on Father's Day, right? Especially I mean, of all days where I get the mic, right? So, I should just, you know, drop it on Father's God. Day, but no... <laughs> The biblical worship is, is it, it, sermons are great, but you look all through scripture and there is this uh, weaving together a balance of worship and word, of worship and word. And the goal of being here together, it is not just hearing me talk, but it is allowing the word of God to richly dwell in your heart. And sometimes God uses worship and music to do that, uh, and so it's not, this is a, this is a different way to accomplish the same thing. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Well, as excited as I am to do this, um, I got to ask: there are lots of things going on in our world. There are lots of things that we could be talking about today. Fathers, for one, but a lot of unrest. There's a lot of um, pain and, and sorrow and questions of, of stuff. So, why would we focus on fathers today? and uh, specifically our Heavenly Father.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. You are full of questions today, Callan, and I'm grateful for that, um, <laughs> but here's the truth. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to answer the question this way, that all the civil unrest and the brokenness that we experience in our homes and in our family, family our society, it comes from broken fathers. Broken fathers are a fountainhead, and of all of our societal problems. And if you want to go upstream, for you and for me, it is to for the church to be secure in the love of the Father. And so, really, re- when there is real hope for our city and our society, when that will happen is when the church decides that we are going to be secure in the unconditional love of the Father, and that is to run to Him. All right, so... How I, if that doesn't help give context, I'm going to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to touch your heart and mind during this time. And Cora is going to be our first scripture reader. Uh, so come on up here while I pray. And please join me in prayer in asking. Are we ready, Callan? You ready? I hope so. I hope so. Me too. Okay, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your unconditional love, and we come to you as fathers and people who have had fathers, all of us, in some way, shape, or form, have been fathered into this world. And Father, we have burdens, we have brokenness, we have emptiness, we have fractures, we have fear, we have questions, we have uncertainty. And Lord, when we come to you in worship this morning, we pray that your power of your spirit would give us the freedom to lay our burdens down at your feet. That you would give us the strength to trust the love of our Heavenly Father. That through your people, secure in your love, living freely as your children, you would enable us to become the community that we long to see in our homes and our communities and our city and our country. And so, Holy Spirit of God, we beg you to fall freshly on us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Um. Today we're going to, our first scripture reading comes from Mark 5, 21 to 24. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing Jesus, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, so that she may be made well and alive. Um, And Jesus went with him. Please join me in the responsive reading. All flesh is grass, and all its glory like the flower of the field.
0: The grass grass withers, the flower flower fades, but the word of our God God stands forever. Thanks, God. The love of our Heavenly Father. The burden of Jairus is the burden for all of us. A broken person falls at the feet of the Lord. A sick daughter representing sick hearts, sick families, a sick society, a need for healing, a need for hope. Do you feel the burden of this father, a child at the point of death, on his face before the Lord's feet, desperate? You see, burdens break us to the point of death, And we must run to the Lord for life, life for ourselves, life for our children, life for our families, life for our church, life for our city. The burdens of our heart will become blessings when they're brought to the feet of the Lord. Many fathers have no bearing in where to bear their burdens. But it's the Lord Jesus who says, come to me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. We all have burdens, burdens from our fathers, but burdens as fathers. We must go to the ground, fall on our faces, responding to God's grace and lay our burdens down before him. I held the burden of a baby when my first was born. Really the heaviest seven pounds, 14 ounces that I ever carried. Little babies, their little food funnels. I held them in my arm and that little pink burrito burrowed down into my heart. But that baby came with burdens to bear. Failure from the past, no confidence in the future, the burden of my limitation, the fear of humiliation, anxiety from anticipation of a whole new life and a new normal. You see, the burden of Jairus is the burden of all of us, wanting life for our children, life for our families, love overflowing. And the only hope for you and for me is to get up off the ground and get going to the Father's unconditional love. By his grace, we are given his spirit that we may cry out to him in security, Abba, Father. Adopted as his children to the work of Christ, nothing can separate us from his love. It's amazing love. How can we, dirty children, be born again as children from above through his grace? And only in his love is freedom found. You must respond to that grace. Rise up and lay your burdens down. It's an invitation to us all to run to the Father. Let his love free you of your burdens and turn them into blessings so that we can live freely as children from above.
2: I've carried a burden too long on my own I wasn't created to bear
0: And when the days of the feast had run their course, Job would send and consecrate them. And he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of all of his children. For Job said, It may be that my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did continually. Please follow me in the response. All flesh is grass and all its glory like the flowers of the field. children they wander into a far off country that is you that is me rejecting the love of the father for the lust of the world what can we do in this condition and grace compels us to come to our senses the center of our father's family is sacrifice jesus died so that we can live and grace bids us to center sacrifice in our hearts and in our homes in our family children come home we must return to the love of our father I must you must and we are secure in the unconditional love nothing to hide nothing to lose nothing to prove. These first introductory verses of the book of Job, it's part of the wisdom literature of scripture, and it reveals a description of how Job led his household. Job is said in verse 1 to fear God and turn away from evil. As one of the, verse 2 describes him, as the greatest people of the east, I've never been described as the greatest of anywhere, much less of a whole direction, the east. Job is described as righteous. It's a status that is given by God, and it is secured by sacrifice. How is Job's righteousness witnessed? Continuously. Job offered sacrifice on behalf of his children and his family. Verse 5, it may be that... My children have sinned in their hearts, Job proclaimed. And the wisdom of Job compels us to do the same, to center our hearts and our homes on the sacrifice of God continuously children run to a far off country but our father knows our condition he gave his son to pay for our redemption and our relationship with him is centered on what he has done so no matter where we are we can run to return to the love of the father that sacrifice that secures our status as sons and daughters is the, is the death of Jesus Christ. And a right response from understanding where grace lands us is daily repentance, regular confession, and claiming the cleansing of Christ for every single hard lesson that our sin causes. For me personally, and then for each member of our homes and our our household. You see, God is faithful and he is just. And because of the son Jesus, he can cleanse us, everyone, from our own righteousness. His grace will empower us to walk in the light of his love. Friends, there is no condemnation It's an open invitation to run to the love of our Heavenly Father that is made available through sacrifice. We must reclaim the power of the Gospel, taking more serious the work of God to show His love than we do our own work and performance, knowing that no matter where we are, how angry or how far, we can return and run to the love of the Father. Friends, consider this: the words from Paul, a plea to the church, a desire for us to wake up by the power of the Spirit. Paul writes, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. That according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you the strength and the power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and that. He may be in your being rooted and grounded in love and that you may have strength to comprehend with all of the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge and understanding that you might be filled with the fullness of the knowledge of Christ and the fullness of the love of the Father. Friends, there's no time to hide. We must reemerge. And in Christ alone, find a new heart, a new life, a new start. Read Luke 15. Look at the love of the Father, found in the pigsty, but willing to rise and return to come home. He knows our condition. He gave his Son for our redemption. Rise and return.
2: Condition had a plan from the star. Your son for redemption, the price for my heart. And I don't have a con- All I know is I need you. I run to the Father. I fall into grace. I'm done with the hiding. No reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon. My soul needs a friend. So I run
0: loss of my own father compels me to be refathered by our heavenly father but friends listen we all need to bother to stop to turn and to run to the love of the father you must succumb just as i am just as you are no matter how distant how angry or how far the love of god invites you to rise and to return lay down your burden and allow his love to give you rebirth the time to rise is now the time to return to be re-fathered is before us If you are with us, stand and sing scripture and song that we might believe a people born again from the unconditional love of our Father to live for His glory and to show the world a community that we long to see and can find only in Him. Let's sing together.
2: My heart has been Long before my
1: That first verse, one more time. I've carried a burden. I've carried a burden
2: for too long on my own. I wasn't created to bear it alone. I hear your invitation. Let it all go I see it now Lay it down And I know that I need you
0: Father, we all need you And we need one another And we thank you for the freedom to lay our burdens down To be honest with our brokenness And to find wholeness in your love to be honest with with our wandering and to return to your unconditional mercy that is accomplished and satisfied by the work of Jesus Christ. Thank you for showing your love and that while we were still sinners, you died for us. You don't ask us to clean ourselves up. Lord, it was while we were your enemies that you died for us. Lord, I just sense that there are burdens in this congregation now. That need to be prayed and proclaimed out loud. And I just open this up, Holy Father, that we, your family, your children, can pray honestly and openly. Invite all this congregation, if anybody wants to cry out in prayer, please restore us and renew us. We don't want to be the same. We don't want to be the same. We want to be secure. Lord, we want to be full of hope. We want to be rooted. We want to be fruitful. Lord, we we need to know by your spirit, you say in your word that your people are the apple of your eye, that you know us fully, you see us fully, and you still love us. Lord, we need that. Give us the power of the gospel. Nothing to hide, nothing to lose, nothing to prove. We pray all this in Jesus' name. All God's people said, amen. So if you're able to receive the benediction, we get to go forth from here and to live life of worship. I just, ah, we, we aren't aware of all the worship that's around us sometimes. And uh, you know, Zach, you, you saw a pretty powerful story, didn't you, in the Any Woman Can Clinic in our basement. I'm going to tell another one. I don't think this is the one you saw. Uh, we have a, a kingdom restoration lab down below, our sanctuary. Had a couple come in, very uh, anxious, thinking they might be pregnant. Didn't know what they were going to do, if they were, with a baby. It was a guy and a girl. That's the right formula right, for that scenario. They went in there, and they saw, with our sonogram machine, they saw a baby for the first time and decided... Not to see it as a burden, but our, our counselors down there, our, our workers, volunteers, they gave hope, <laughs> and they, got, they allowed themselves to get excited. They even called members of their families, cousins and stuff, let them know that they were going to have a kid, and, and by the end of their visit, they came in broken, burdened, and they left, totally blessed, excitement, choosing life, and the joy of that young father. I'm going to be a dad! Right? I can only be found in the hope and the promises of God and I thought wow what a great picture first of the church just being a witness but really to witness the joy of a father that lays his burden down and trusts but then a small glimpse of the joy of a heavenly father who wants to birth life in you he wants to birth life in you So we go with his blessing. I'm just going to give you, I just thought that was great, just remind you after the benediction, you're going to be dismissed by ushers. We're going to go out this way. We're going to keep loving one another through practicing social distancing. Um, And so we're going to walk out. And once you get outside of here, uh, you're able to do whatever out in the parking lot that you feel like you want to do. But whatever you do, however you do it, hmm, please, please be secure in the love of the Father for you. You really, I have no idea. There's such an invitation. So please receive the benediction. I'm just going to read the words of Paul again. Paul says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, that he may grant to you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all of the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and depth, and to know the love of God that surpasses all knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And all God's people said, amen.